Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from our Pensacola studios. I've got two characters across the table for me today that have just decided to bless me this morning with their presence. <laughs> so uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, two actually interesting guys who've got their hands at a whole bunch of different stuff, uh, entrepreneurial-wise, and we're going to hear all about it, but I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So by all means, sir, take it away. I'm Dan Vega. I'm Paul Price-Williams. I feel like after you say that, like the choir should come out. What a- <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, man. So it's been a while since I've seen you and, and I know you've been busy and I've been busy. And so that's kind of how the, the cycle goes, right? Everybody's out in public and then you're. Yes. And I have to say first, dude, I love the new studio. It's man. nice, isn't it's it? killer. Yeah. Really I'm not even good done with it yet. So I can't, I can't, once it's fully wired and stuff, oh, man, it's going to be bad. Man, it is really we, like nice flip space. the switch and we'll just, we're live. Yeah. So. Killer. Yeah. Awesome. You should hear the acoustics in it when we do the bands and stuff at night. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, send me an invite, man. I want to come yeah. over and hang out. So I think our jam. next show is on the uh, 20th. Uh, we've got, I cannot remember the name of the band right off my hand, right off the top of my head. Uh, uh, but they're coming. Um, they're going to do an unplugged session. Right on. Like old school MTV. I love I'm, br- that I'm bringing stuff. it back, dude. I love that. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we'll be doing a, a couple of those. In fact, I've just put an invite out yesterday to uh, any bands that are interested that want to come and play. I mean, um, just bring your acoustic stuff and show up. We got drums, so that's one less thing you got to carry. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, all right, man. So, what have you guys been up to, other than 20 bestsellers? Paul, what have you been up to? Man? Well, uh, well, you know, um, uh, being the your uh, director of. You, <laughs> <laughs> of the public, of Dan's of universe. Uh, what do I not do? Golly, I got uh, I got my hand a little bit in everything. It's just it's really cool. I'm very excited about what's going on. So, um, you know, this guy is mine. I try to keep up with it. And yeah, thanks for being so specific. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he's gonna get go general. That way, he can get in trouble. So, <laughs> right. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> he, at least he could do is get closer to the mic next time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. So, uh, okay, but seriously, you got 20 bestsellers, which, you know, what was this, two, when did you start this company, three years ago? No, it's actually been, uh, we started kind of forming the company in 2010, we incorporated in 2011. So it's been I a I didn't think while. it was that old. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So the first couple of years were like, hey, what do you do? Pump gas. Hey, you ever thought about writing a book? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, Cause, right. Because you just take anybody, right? Yeah, well, just, it was hard because we don't do really self-publishing. We do more of the traditional New York style with marketing. And so we would I would talk people into maybe dropping their publisher or coming along on board with us. And then they would say, well, let me ask you a question. Do you have like other books that you've published that I could look at? And I'm like, <laughs> right. no, not no. at all. No, you're going to be the first. <laughs> so there was literally nothing I could show. It was really hard to yeah. kind of get started. And really just in the last couple of years, I think we've been being able to start competing with the big New York Five and we're starting to get the high profile yeah. clients now. So it's fun. So are they are they all local artists or are they from all over the place? No, probably about 5% of our authors are local everywhere yeah. else. Everybody else is you know, all around the country. And we have authors in, you know, Australia, Japan, China. How do you find the these guys? He, he's being humble again. We've got people like Amy Roloff and uh, well, David Winters. <laughs> he, did, he doesn't want to brag. <laughs> right. No, no. Actually, they contact us, you know, <laughs> I guess now in the searchability under publishers. Believe it or not, for traditional publishers, there's probably less than 40 right. in the country. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of self-publishing outfits. So, 
Um, we get about 50 manuscripts a month. Really? And then we have a team of people kind of vet that down and we take the top, you know, four or five. And these are for actual like paper books, like that, that, well, I mean, electronic too, I'm sure, but yeah, we do actually the paper. Printing. Yeah. We print the, we, we create the book with them, the, the print copy as well as electronic. And then if they're a little bit more, you know, high profile client, then we'll also do the audio book. Yeah. Which is a, such a pain. Yeah. God, I, did, I did one work. last summer and I thought I did great. And Audible just ripped it apart. They're, they're, like, no, this, on their they're like, no, this sucks. Start over. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. You know, after hours of spending, you know, time trying to get all that stuff. But uh, it's, uh, and then I go back and I listen to some of the stuff on Audible and I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, it's the, you know, expensive doing it too because. Yeah, it's time consuming. It's like, hey, let's go in a few days and do this. And then, um, a month of editing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, it gets mm -hmm. really. Yeah. And, and we even tried, uh, um, we tried to do, I was like, just try to get it as much as like straightforward as possible. Like without messing up because the editing is horrible. It's, it sucks having to go back and do all that. So it's so tedious. Mm -hmm. So I was like, just keep going, you know, if you yeah. mess up. And so I got that part pretty much done, but then you get confused halfway down and you're like, Oh, did I hear that? Did I not hear that? So we got dinged on the background noise, which yeah. was weird because I was in the studio. It was in our studio and it was pretty soundproofed and we were, you know, directional microphones yeah, sure. and stuff. And mm -hmm. they were like, no, sorry, try again. Last year we had a, one of our authors is a, you know, I guess a fairly famous, you know, director, producer type. And and um, he's done a lot of big projects, big body of work. So he comes to our office. He's like, Dan, I would love to do the audio book. He comes to our office and in a week he hadn't even got through chapter one. Mm -hmm. And this is a big book. We were going crazy. And then at, at a point he got to this emotional part and he just starts weeping and then we were like editing and he's like, no, 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 leave it in there. I think people, it connects. Like he's sobbing in the book. So finally I'm like, we're all having a private meeting. Like we mm -hmm. can't do this. It's not going to work. <laughs> so Audible we were finally was. like, you know, David, the, we've really shown the numbers. A younger gen uh, demographics really love this. I think it might behoove us to maybe get a younger reader to do. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay, babes? I'm like, oh, it's perfect. It's yeah. so common. <laughs> See, I, I, uh, there's people that are skilled at that and there's a reason why, you know? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, amen on that one. So, yeah. um, okay. So you got 20 bestsellers. Like you went from one to 10 to 20. Yeah. I remember the original of the other founding partner. <clears throat> we used to say, man, can you imagine one day when we'll have like 10 books that we could just fan out in front of somebody and say, bam, this is our body of work with our logo on it. It was like, and we were like, God, that's hard to imagine. And then he used to say, can you imagine if one day we even get like a national bestseller? And I'm like, dude, too much. There's yeah, no way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we yeah, got, don't, don't aim too high, right? <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's really been in the, like I said, the last few years when we first started in publishing, it wasn't my passion to be in publishing. It was, he was a trained writer from the Institute of Children's Literature and I was an investor and I said, look, I'll back you and give you the capital. Mm -hmm. And day job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're managing partner of everything. Yeah. Yeah. But I basically said, look, man, I'll keep the doors open. You got to learn publishing mm -hmm. and find some inroads with maybe the big guys like Random House, McGraw-Hill, find some mentors and we got to fail fast. We got to yeah. learn this fast. Yeah. And he did that. He found some really good mentors and some of the top publishers. And I remember thinking when we were in it, you know, this is, you know, at that time, eBooks were, were being introduced. So everybody yeah. was freaking out and leaving the business. Yeah. And we were going in when everybody's exiting. 
Which and is smart because when the one rises, yeah, the exactly. other one falls. I mean, you got to play the long game, but it works. In hindsight, it was a blessing because the rules had just changed on everybody. Yeah. So we were getting in now, and I said, man, as soon as we learned the rules, we're caught up to everybody else. Exactly. Who's changed. gone by now, you know? Yeah, and a lot less players. Yeah. So it was a really good uh, move, and it was a good timing for us. But there was a lot to learn, and I remember, you know, in the early days, we would just talk about, like, you know, how do you even, well, like, we didn't know how to do publishing. Yeah. So we were just learning on the fly. But a guy from Random House told us, he's like, I don't know why. If you can stay in the business for five years, all heck breaks. I mean, it just gets crazy after five years. Yeah. you got to make it five years. I think it's with any small business or yeah. any business period. If you can make it five years, you're a survivor. And something happened a few years ago where our phone just started ringing mm -hmm. and we're getting calls from celebrities and other high-profile people. We were just like, what is going on? Yeah. So now it was pain. When we first started, we had growing pains because we were a startup. Right. And then a few years ago, we had pain because we were restructuring, mm -hmm. You know, finally finding that structure. And then now we're still in pain because we're getting all these high-profile clients and then we're having to facilitate the expense of facilitating that right. stuff. And then the payoff might be nine months to a year later. Yeah. So I'm like, we're never out of the pain yeah. process, but right now it's just keeping up. It's with not the a bad growth. problem to have. No, man, no, I know. <laughs> it's uh, uh, you know, some of the same stuff um, happened here. We went from like one download to like 200 to like a thousand mm -hmm. to like 20,000 to like a hundred thousand to like a couple million. And it was like, dude, I, I couldn't keep up. So uh, we had to scale, but I wasn't ready to scale. I didn't even know if I wanted to scale, but it was like, here we are. So all of a sudden, a whole new world. And it was like the three, three and a half year mark. Yeah. Like, and everything was dead like six months before it. You know, yeah. it was kind of like, you know, tumbleweeds wondering like, right. uh, are you going to stick around or not? <laughs> right. And it's all of a sudden, it was just like, boom. Right. We right. had one little change and it just took off. So, Well, I remember the last time we did an interview, you were like, I said, what's your plan? Yeah, man, this radio thing's really good. And I'm probably just looking for a couple sponsors. Now we're talking like, yeah, a couple million downloads a month. Yeah. I'm doing television. I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's all over the place, since man. Since the last time I was here. So, and, <laughs> and the other cool thing that it, that happens when you reach sort of the echelon is the the advertisers, mm -hmm. like yeah. the the uh, the money you can make on a scale if you're yeah. doing the quantity in in the back end of ads mm -hmm. is is ridiculous. Yeah, it's out of control. So, well, thank God for streaming too because. You know, my problem always with a with a bricks and mortar, like with the publishing, is always how do you scale past your local market? If you're in, let's say, a Pensacola, Florida, how do you how do you get out of that market? I don't really have an interest of just running a local business, even yeah. if I'm a dominant player in that industry. It's just, it's a mid sized yeah. town. Yeah. But I love what you've done with streaming because, man, you've really scaled nationwide. You're probably now getting listeners internationally. It's, oh yeah, it's phenomenal, yeah. man. It's uh, there's no barrier of entry. Yeah. So, killer. I mean, it's like, take, yeah. as, as Gary Vee said it the best, it's like, all that matters <coughs> is that yours is better than theirs. That's right. That's it. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, and, and a lot of it's not even our content. Like yeah. I'm not producing it. I'm just, we're gathering it from, I mean, everybody's got content. Everybody's got something to put up on, on streaming. That's right. So yeah. we'll build your channels. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, it makes me wonder how the terrestrial stuff is even still around. I mean, they're all streaming now too, but I, I, it makes me wonder how they're going to survive. Well, yesterday there was an announcement that Cox, cause during the, I, I've been telling people for two years, Cox is not going to survive. They're yeah. not acclimating quick enough. And <clears throat> I have a friend that actually is one of the top salesmen in that company. Mm -hmm. He's like, we are dying. Everybody Slowly, they talk man. to about Cox is like, sorry, man, we already got Roku. Sorry, we yeah. streamed. Sorry, we yeah. got it. Netflix. <laughs> and so yesterday there was an announcement saying that they went up for sale 
for wow. $3 billion. Really? And they're just selling out. That's crazy. I, that's what you got to do, man. Liquidate, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about it the other day. Um, I don't have to have a DVD player anymore. Yeah. I don't have one of my, I mean, I have one, I put right. it up for sale. And I was thinking, dude, that's, that's weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm a generation where we had DVDs or like laser discs, you know, <laughs> like as big as your head, and now they're obsolete. I was it's beta. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember. Right? I had a little bit of beta too. I had a little bit of beta. Yeah, uh, we had the uh, the double VCR where you could do both. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Oh, VHS you were, and beta. You guys were balling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. that's, that's that's living big, right? That's so. true. Roku's taking over. It's, yeah. So we built channels for them too, and uh, I mean, it's so easy to just develop. I mean, you can have your own channel. I mean, that's yeah. you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. Kids are loving it. Yeah, my yeah. kids are like, yeah, hey, we want our own channel. We'll be famous yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So, you know, uh, every day, every day, just put it out. It works. My um, son got an offer the other day. He's like, hey, would you do a, a kid's video blog? He's 11. He's like, dad, what would I do? Just talk about this. Talk about what kids are into. I'm like, why are you contacting my kid? But it's just such a different <laughs> yeah. time. It's a whole different realm. Yeah, it's crazy. So I uh, uh, discovered... Um, there's this company called Bark that sends out a whole bunch of leads and stuff. And so a lot of it's in video production. And the one lead that came to me yesterday, the guy was like, uh, he was looking for some video editing and he, he named this, this kid that he wanted the video edited. Like, so I'm like, okay, well, let me see what's up. So I looked this kid up. I must've been, I don't know, 15, maybe <laughs> he had like 7 million viewers and could do just like crazy stuff with the video editing. And I'm thinking out of my league, man, I mean. <laughs> It's just, they're so integrated with it already yeah, before they days. even get out. I mean. Well, there's a kid in Pensacola, I don't know if you've had him on the show, that uh, has a, a, like a YouTube puppet show. Uh -uh. I think it's called um, uh, Mario, um, what is it called? It's a, it's, it has to do with like Mario and it's like sock puppets. Uh -huh. And literally you can see their hand and it's like, hi, Jimmy. It's <laughs> really? Yeah. And um, he's making clean cash just from sponsor youtube money um 200,000 bucks a month no 200,000 a week what? he drives a white lambo and he bought his girlfriend a pink lambo <laughs> and they live in pensacola no way he's 19 he bought his he bought a house bought his mom a house bought his brother a house and he's crazy just from it. the ads and stuff yeah just from the ads wow it's, it's amazing it's nuts yeah. yeah. So marketing is a it's place to be, man. Yeah. It's a billion, billion, billion dollar industry. Wow. I think uh, next to next to freaking porn, honestly, I think it's like the second. <laughs> right. I think it is the second or first highest yeah. the grossing uh, uh, industry out there. So Crazy. and it's not going away. So especially like uh, now with VR and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Start advertising in that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no place is safe anymore. Yeah, that's right. coming along real quick. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what else are you guys doing? Because right, I know you're not sitting still. <laughs> I'm trying to, but Paul makes you're, me no, get out no, there. Not. No, you're I not. Swear. Don't even. Don't even. You were supposed to be in Rio by now or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Actually. Yeah. Um, no, actually, you know, I people always meet me and they're like, "You, you seem so busy. You have your hand in so many things. You're doing so much." Honestly, I come into the office at 11 p.m. or 11 a.m. Mm -hmm. and then I he's gone by noon. <laughs> I have a, a couple hour lunch and then I, I generally work till five or six o'clock yeah. and then that's it. Now when I'm in there, you know, I try to get two weeks worth of work done in one day, yeah. you know, yeah, I'm really right. focused and, but I'm not, I've never been a big advocate of like, you know, to create wealth, you have to do 10, 12 hours a day, every day. Yeah. I don't mind grinding, but I think I have a cycle where I think most people are very effective in like four hours. Oh yeah, spurts. Mm -hmm. totally. You know, Hemingway said that he wrote every book he ever wrote was from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Yep. After that, he wasn't worth anything. Yeah. 
probably because he was pretty lit by then. But, <laughs> but uh, that was when his cycle of productivity. I mean, <laughs> it's like right for three hours. Yeah, do what I want, right? Yeah. So I just try to find the Hemingway model. Yeah. Right. So, uh, well, you know, the, I mean, the, the four-hour work week. Yeah, yeah. Subscribes to that. Um, <clears throat> it's funny too because. If you uh, if you track what you do every day, you realize there's so much just busy work that you make yourself do yeah, that yeah. you really don't need to. And I mean, you could probably do two or three things a day. It would maximize more than doing 20 things a day. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Not to mention how good you'd feel for just chilling and lounging. Well, and I think when I take a little time off, I get more creative. You know, when I'm able yeah. to empty my cup or I'm coming back from a trip or something. Then I, that's when I have all these great ideas of like, oh, I just connected. Yeah. How these two things merge or the strategic alliance I need or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So there's something to be said about stillness, you know, that's right. For sure. So, okay. So what are these things that you, uh, have discovered on your, in your solemn quests? (laughs) (laughs) You know, honestly, I have like four lanes. Yeah. And when I stay in those four lanes, you I'm, do good. I'm really good. And you when I get out of those four lanes, I, have to pull I am terrible. Yeah, right? When he gets out, I have to pull the switch on him. Come yeah. on now, get back. Yeah. <laughs> when I get out of those lanes, I am the worst <laughs> non-productive person. And so my number one lane is education. Um, I think, as you may know, back in 2006, we started building a university. And um, me and a couple of investors, we started writing curriculum and mm-hmm. putting that together. And so that's fully functional now. And, um, so you've got like a Udemy kind of thing where you do coursework or or? it's both, you know, it's a, it's actually a full, um, annual program where Mm -hmm. they actually enroll, they get, there's 53 classes and each class is about 45 minutes and it's, it's not sizzle and, you know, motivation, but it's a lot of meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. And we tried to bring in the top line instructors from every field. So it's everything entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. sales, marketing, how to you know, write a business plan or get funding from angels and VCs. And then we tried to reach out to the people that that are at the, the high level. So for instance, the guy we have teaching social media is actually a partner with Google. Mm-hmm. The guy that we have teaching money management, for instance, personally manages $2 billion. So this is like top tier education. And, and we wanted the, to create a price that was really affordable. And the rest of it is Dan speaking, so you can imagine how entertaining it is. Oh, God. <laughs> well, I am as one of the As long as he stays in the lane, dude, right. we're good. <laughs> I'm one of the instructors. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> but uh, so it's fun. And then there's a live component, too, where we'll go to different cities and we'll put on live boot camps that mm-hmm. are one, two days for the students. And so that's really nice. We're starting to see a lot of people. So is the, is the whole thing virtual? Yeah, the, it's, it's online, uh, primarily. And then we have these these live components, and yeah. then we combine it with like a Google Hangout, yeah, you know things like that, yeah, which is so, like uh, supposed to be the next big thing coming. Like all the yeah. these marketing things are moving towards Google Hangouts, yeah. and they're being used. Which I, I don't understand why it works and not like Skype or anything else. It's all the same stuff, but apparently it's it's the next trend. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. probably because so Google said so and they wrote it out that <laughs> way. Right. They pretty much control yeah. things. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and that's that's really my my passion and my love. Of course, you know, we have the book publishing company and I like that because as you know, to be successful, there's a few proponents. You have to have the right education, not necessarily traditional education, but entrepreneurship education. Yeah. yeah. And then you gotta you be need, resourceful. Yeah. And then you need leverage tools, right? Yeah. You gotta have, whether it be books or online content or whatever that we can get attention with. Yeah. To, not that we are narcissists and want a, want a bunch of attention, but we have to get attention for people to look out yeah. what we're doing yeah. and what our value it's is. It's a noisy world. You got to yeah, cut yeah. through all the nonsense. <clears throat> and then you yeah. have to have strategic alliances, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, so we have that, the book publishing, 
we did start a film company, I think since the last time we spoke, which I've always had an interest in that being from Los Angeles. It's part of the culture there. Mm -hmm. I've always been a movie buff. But again, one of our authors is a award-winning producer director and he introduced me to an actor. I don't know if you remember the old movie Breakin. Yes. Or Breakin Breakin 2. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I had like the poster and the tape Dude, and like uh, like So like, the main guy that movie, the his name was Ozone. Yeah. Remember Ozone? Yeah. So me and Ozone are pretty good friends. <laughs> right on. David Winters introduced us. And so me Tell me he lives here. Does Ozone live here? No, but he'll be here in like a week. Oh, dude. You, you don't need want to bring, bring him in the yeah, studio? Yeah, oh my God. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, okay. we'll have a yeah. little dance I'll clear off, the studio baby. out. He can freaking break it right here, <laughs> No, dude. clear the studio out. Bring some linoleum, dude. Yeah. We will throw yeah. it down. I, I, I swear <laughs> to God. He's coming with Boogaloo Shrimp. Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. Where? Uh-huh. They'll be here in a dude, week. I, I will have a whole crowd. It can be old school, <laughs> 1980s throwdown, breaking break two. So they're coming for Pentacon. And awesome. then he's going to stay a few yep. extra days, and we'll all be at the Grand. Nice. So, yeah, so we'll do the robot, robot for a couple of days. You know it, That's dude. so cool. Yes, dude, please bring him by here. I will. <laughs> That'll be epic. <laughs> dude, that was like one of my, that movie and Rad were like my two favorite growing up, dude. I love Rad. Those, oh, those were so bad. Yeah, I awesome. loved Rad. I was talking awesome. about that last night. <laughs> yeah, I had to, you could buy the tape, right? And then in the tape had the cool fold-out poster. Right, right, right. Like five by five, right? And it had mm-hmm. all the moves. It showed you how to do them step by step. Yeah, that's and right. I, I think I could do like three, dude, and you know, <laughs> break stuff mom's house she hated it i loved it dude it yeah. was, i mean it was the guy the parachute pants the cardboard and everything man right. it was awesome dude you want me to see if i can call ozone right now dude give him a shot see me answers right. <laughs> let's see if he answers i'm gonna call ozone now. see you should do, video phone him okay Hello. so yeah let's see let's see if, if uh, he'll answer okay. so uh, so what's he doing these days like is he still like you know i didn't know i i we met at an award show in beverly hills and this guy introduced us and we were at this thing and it's like you know, Shirley MacLaine and, you know, all, all John Voigt, everybody's mm-hmm. just sitting in the audience. I was kind of like having a freak out moment. <laughs> and um, afterwards, we're all on stage kind of taking pictures and stuff. And David Winters is like, hey, I want to introduce you to one of the greatest dancers of our time, an actor. Um, and he introduced me to him. Yeah. And I said, man, you look really familiar. Of course, I was a breaker back in the day, right, man. Yeah. I was Dr. Yeah, yeah. Freeze yeah. back in the day. <laughs> I hear you. And uh, I saw that movie a million times. This is so. those Jersey boys, man, I tell you. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, hey, man, um, I know you from somewhere. He's like, well, I did all Madonna's tours. Nope, that's not it. I was in this movie. Nope, that movie. Nope. And then he's like, there was a movie called Breaking." It's like, I'm like, dude, dude you're Ozone. <laughs> and so that was it. So the next day we went to breakfast. He pitched me on his book. We yeah. wound up accepting his book and became great friends. But actually, he went on to do a lot of films. Uh-huh. Um, he choreographed all of Madonna's tours, did yeah, with Michael I Jackson. Didn't know that. I didn't know he was doing that. Um, did a I lot mean, of other stuff. than him and the Fly Girls from, from Living Color, like those were like, the, that was it. That was it, man. He's one of the godfathers of that yeah. funk, hip-hop. Dude, I, you got to get me in here. Okay, dude, I'm going to call <laughs> him right Seriously, now. let's see if he answers. All right, this we're going to cool. call Shop. Let's see. That's all right. So what are we so, going to talk about when we call him? <laughs> like, hey, dude, we're calling you just to call you. <laughs> he call, he's a he's an early riser, man. He's in, like, Glendale, California. Well, yeah, here dude. Here we go. I mean, see if I can get if you, him. If you're gonna, you got to keep it strong if you're going to be breaking, you know? <laughs> dude, can you think about, like, how much of of the world he's influenced with breakdancing and right. and the stuff that they did in that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. You mix that with the BMX and Rad and, and mm-hmm. break dancing on bikes would be cool. <laughs> he's he's a fitness nut, so he goes out first. Yeah. No way. Oh, oh 
sorry. Well, that's fine. You get him, get, we'll get him in here live. That'll be even better. I, <laughs> I literally will go get the cardboard and I will spray paint it. And we oh, will, it's we, on, man. It, it yeah, is seriously. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Okay. So cool. So yeah, with those guys, they came into my world and were like, David Winters is saying, look, I got all the the contacts for distribution. Paramount bought my last 26 films. DreamWorks has bought about 20 of my films. I got all the Netflix thing mm-hmm. locked down, but I'm getting older. Um, me, you, and Shab should start a film company together. And I was like, uh, yes, please. Yeah, sure, <laughs> so, sign me up. <laughs> it's Yesterday. nothing major. We'll do like three projects a year, um, maybe a documentary, and we're working on a couple of features mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I actually just agreed to fund uh, five feature films that we start shooting here in about six weeks. Right on. So, you know, it's a passion thing, but apparently those guys know how to make money at it. So yeah. it's like, hey, yeah, if you're I like, can cool. make money Bonus. at it, too, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. So what are the five films going to be about? Do you know? I know what one is, and I'm looking through um, a bunch of scripts right now. So these aren't necessarily stuff that we've written. The first one is, mm-hmm. um, and the rest is just looking for good con- you know, content. Mm-hmm. But the, I'll tell you the vibe. The vibe is... We want to get back to great dialogue because right now in film, like Reservoir Dogs mm-hmm. style dialogue. Yeah, yeah. well, in, in great in movies right now and in film and, and let's say even books, there's mm-hmm. a real pushback because we've gotten away from great writing. Yeah, and everybody's visual now. We're all visual. everything up and yeah. do this, and there's no great dialogue. Yeah, and if you think about movies like let's say The Village, I don't know if you ever saw mm-hmm. The Village or The Signs, there was some really great kind of. Uh, you know, high anticipation kind mm-hmm. of thriller, mm-hmm. but it also had a great story and it didn't have all the gore and mm-hmm. they didn't have, to, it wasn't Saw, you know, right, where you right. had to watch all this stuff. It was more of that Hitchcock vibe. So mm-hmm. we want to go into the lane of something that's scary as freak. Like mm-hmm. you're just terrified, but it's more about the, the music scoring right. and the writing. Right. And the what's and, being said. Or that Hitchcock stuff. vibe. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And Get so you thinking. We that's, have, why, that's why I love Reservoir Dogs. It's three scenes. But it's the dialogue. If you don't pay attention yeah. to the dialogue, you're lost. But if you pay attention, you're like, dude, that was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the greatest movies out there that have held up over time were shot in like four locations. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like Rear Window, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. 90% was in the, <laughs> in the bedroom. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what we're getting back to. And we have one movie called The Strange that we're starting filming in about six weeks. Are you, and are you doing it all around here? Uh, this is actually going to be filmed in the same place that To Kill a Mockingbird was filmed. Oh, cool. Which mm-hmm. is... Monroeville, Monroeville. Ah, so not so far. From my here. cousin's up there actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in Fresco City and Monroeville. Yeah. Dude, you want to? Co- I have a cop Dude, thing. You'd make a heck of a go, cop. Man. You want to be a cop? <laughs> so, yeah, and I won't even have to call my agent. This <laughs> <laughs> like, is perfect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got gear cool. too. I mean, you know, we can supply the place. <laughs> okay, you cool, know? man. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, we got another movie too called <coughs> Brown Mountain Lights that I'm actually writing and uh, we're we're working on it. The producer. There's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of talent around here that's doing mm-hmm. some good writing and mm-hmm. stuff. And I don't know if you uh, uh, followed through the holidays and stuff, but um, Chris uh, over at Vinyl, they did um, uh, with the movie with Ash and the, the chainsaw and the boomstick. What am I thinking of? Um, oh Evil Dead. Oh, really? Yeah, they redid it like a play. It was awesome. Dude, it was it was awesome. Oh, wow. So cool. So they acted it all out on stage, right? But it was wow. total, It was totally Evil, Evil Dead and Ash and the Chainsaw. It was, and it was oh, really wow. good. So have you been in there since they remodeled? Yeah, it's really neat. Is it killer? Yeah. And it actually, it's so... I've been in there before they had built the second story yeah. and, and I had stayed up in that the top part and the sound was horrible back then. Mm-hmm. Now it's good. 
they fixed the acoustics, man. There's plenty of room to spread out now. Okay. Uh, they can fit like almost twice as many people. Wow. The sound, I went and saw Grizz Folk there not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple, actually last week, and the sound was just fantastic. So oh, they nice. totally improved it and, and added some, yeah. they, they, they sunk some money into nice, it. So. Nice. Um, it's the old Freemason building too. So you ever been mm-hmm. in that thing? No, but my, my office is literally across the street, my window. Yeah. So when I'm doing Skype, I'm facing the, the window yeah. and people are like, are you a Freemason? I'm like, <laughs> I don't have a clue what you're saying. And then I look back behind me and I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right? no. Uh, so the second story in there is all um, uh, like green room and stuff for the gotcha. artists. But then the third story is just abandoned sort of attic space, but it's actually where the lodge was. So I am a Freemason, so I know what it, sh- what it used to look like. Yeah, yeah. So the building's like total historic, really cool. Very I cool. keep telling them they, they, if they took the top level, the third level, and just like pimped it out, made a total vip lounge or something i'd be bottle yeah. clubbers i'd be really really freaking especially tight. that spot yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a, i mean it's a huge building huge wow. i tried to figure out like well i got online and tried to figure out um you know what they were going to do to that top uh, yeah room. they've just left it right now i mean it's, it's literally like uh, uh so windows vinyl, are open and like crows are those fl- the vinyl guys yeah yeah oh okay i didn't know Levin, right yeah uh yeah uh shared and um i don't know the other guy yeah he actually messaged me back because you told me to to talk yeah and uh, yeah so so but it's a really cool really cool building i don't know if i were the masons back then i wouldn't have moved out of it <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. like no nah, dude <laughs> good nah, location right? secrets are staying here <laughs> so um all right so what else man so you so you got the movies you get the books you get the university what uh, can yeah. people like enroll can, or does it yeah, have yeah, to wait till like semester blue it's blu for business leaders unite uh-huh. blu.university there's no dot com or anything mm-hmm. and yeah people can go find out all about it and but you it, can start anytime you want right yeah, yeah. you don't have to yeah, yeah. you don't have to wait for a semester that's or anything right. yeah and that's the thing too is like a lot of the families that we're seeing you know there's a real kind of divide right now with young people because more than ever people are wanting to become entrepreneurs and kind of yep. do their own thing and a lot of the young people were like you know that's what they want to do yeah whereas the parents were like no you need to go be an accountant like your father they're kind of pushing mm-hmm. that traditional yeah. education mm-hmm. and there's a real divide and i think most parents are thinking i need to start setting aside for my kid's future maybe 30 40 grand mm-hmm. we'll come in and say look both of you are right you know you, you definitely need more education mm-hmm. the kid's like mom just give me 50 grand let me start my own business yeah. that's not smart either he right, doesn't have right, any experience right but at the same time the parents the learning style is different now it's right. completely different and it's a different world mm-hmm. i mean right now people will go four years to school get a ba or whatever and then you know, they got go sixty thousand in debt yep and then a 50 percent chance of landing a job mm-hmm. in that field and then as high as a 90 percent chance of being laid off mm-hmm. before retirement and then you get beat out by some kid who just watched youtube all i know summer. right <laughs> dude, it's like not a good plan dude anymore. anytime i need something i don't know it's youtube i'm telling I know, you man i know it's it's, it's uh it, which is funny too because my kids who, who are 12 and 15 they when I'm like they'll still ask me questions mm-hmm. like and I don't know the answer and I'm like I don't know Google it and they're like nah I don't feel like that so I go ask somebody I'm like you have like the world of answers at your fingertips. <laughs> right. Why are you not using it? You know, it's like back in our day, we had to go look at encyclopedias and, you know, right. I'll, I'll I'll drop it up in the library. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Dewey Decimal System is like, what's that? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, uh, it's like, I mean, everything's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Changed my life bulb in my car. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. And, with, and with this, you know, it's world class education because obviously, you know, Dan's influences of, you know, doing a show on ABC for six seasons. He's been around some really great wealthy um serial entrepreneurs you know worldly known 
So it's amazing the network you can build when you interview people, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have known. Yeah. Years ago. <laughs> no, dude, seriously, twenty years ago, and killing it, right? <laughs> killing it. Well, with the university, it's play, it fills a good gap for them because we'll slide and say, look, don't spend forty grand on this kid's, you know, putting this kid in debt. <laughs> But for, you know, six grand mm-hmm. paid out over a year, we can give him a multi-million dollar education, give him the tools. Mm-hmm. And then if he wants to start his own business, we can mitigate a lot of that risk Yeah, and give him great alliances, too. We so, have to say, you'll have connections that you just get yeah, started. A lot of that comes with the university. We didn't want to just provide the education, but also the alliances. So, like, we've helped several of our students get funding for their mm-hmm. product or idea, um, connect them to the right people. So, yeah. you know, Very it's cool. a good option. So what's next? You know, we are um, releasing a magazine. Um, probably the first issue will come out April 1st, and it's called The Bellwether. Mm-hmm. And uh, You picked April 1st because why? Because I need more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but um, uh, so, you know, the definition of Bellwether is, is not just trendsetter, <laughs> but trend predictor mm-hmm. and influencer. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a leader of the pack. And the word influencers so overused right now yeah. and we're looking for uh, the magazine's going to feature people that are definitely trendsetters and also like a gary v a trend predictor hey mm-hmm. man keep your eye on this here's what's going to happen in three years dude right when he calls it it happens yeah like right. I, I really think the market is not it's, he's not predicting like he says it and then the market's like oh yeah let's do that mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know, they just it sort of moves in his direction yeah, yeah. so uh, uh, the the genius that comes out of that dude's mouth on a daily basis is fantastic, right. <laughs> including the cuss words. I love, I love it. Yeah. I love it, dude. That's that is so my wheelhouse, man. So uh, totally. Well, you know, what's your thought about Grant Cardone? So um, I don't. I'm not big into the real estate thing, right? I just I don't know what it is. I mean, it's not I know, my thing. Either. I know it's, a, but it's just not my thing, right? And but I like his snake bite snake sales tactic style. Like I know if so as a chef growing up and and working uh, for 25 years. If you came through my door with that kind of attitude, I'd punch you in the face and tell you to right, get right. the hell out of my kitchen. <laughs> However, I see the strategy and I see the tactics and it's it's if you can get past the whole aggressiveness of it, yeah. it's smart the way he he can yeah. move and, and not manipulate, but he can figure out your needs before you even know or realize yeah. you need it, which I think is a is a very cool talent, right? Mm-hmm. Um but not I just I'm not in the real estate stuff, right? So I, I'm I'm I, I do Gary V. I consume him like crazy. Uh, I consume um, uh, Kyle Cease, who's who's actually new. I just found him yeah. a couple weeks ago. Tony Robbins, I consume, but you once you've consumed like four or five, you've you've kind of heard it, right? Yeah. So, but his money game is if you can get past the boring financial stuff, is like straight it's on yeah, point, yeah, yeah. man. And so if you can read that, you're you're really solid. I'll tell you, Cardone has that. Like my wife will be like, please turn that off. I can't stand this guy. <laughs> but I will say I'm not in real estate either, but he's got a heck of an education. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking he's got about street some smarts of the and book smarts. Yeah, and, he does. And, yeah. And 10 X rule is probably the best book I've bought. Love really? You know, mm-hmm. in, in 10 years, the audiobook, 10 X audiobook. Yeah. It really, you know, I definitely gleaned some stuff, but a lot of it was just a kick in the butt. That's like, dude, Let's yeah. not be stagnant. Let's right. go. Let's right. go hard. Yeah, and it's, but stay in your four lanes. So well done. Yeah, but I I learned that. You remember a couple of years ago, I backed some doctors and we built a wellness center mm-hmm. and I had some of them on the show. 
And it actually was successful and we were winning awards. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm in the <laughs> wellness space. <laughs> so from time to time, I still screw up. And yeah. I'm like, God, I, I just got to stay in these lanes. So it, it's so easy to squirrel, man. Oh. Especially with, uh, with the digital world today. Like, uh, I'll sit down to do one thing and I'm doing 10, 15. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I didn't even start the one thing I sat down to go do four hours later. Yeah, right. right. So. Well, and as entrepreneurs, we recognize opportunity everywhere. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, dude, I could make money with that. I could make money oh, with yeah. that. And so that's the problem, right? And so now I'm like, say no to everything that doesn't help you facilitate your vision. Mm -hmm. Okay, dude, this is Shabadoo right now. Call me. Go for it. Go Go put him on speaker. Shab, are you there? You there, buddy? Hey, listen, (laughs) I called you because I'm doing a radio show right now on Pensacola Business Radio. Okay. And you actually came up in the conversation about coming here uh, soon. And, um, Dude, I just want to. I just dialed you because I'm still on the radio right now, live. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Hello, everyone. Say hi, Chap. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So, are, you're coming to Pensacola, huh? Yes, I'm at Pensacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're excited, man. So we've we've got some uh, opportunities for you when you get here. <laughs> we've we've been plotting. I'm in this big new studio, and they were like, "We're going to move everything out." Bust out the cardboard. <laughs> the parachute pants, I'm a, it's I'm on. A, I'm, I'm going to actually be calling out Boogaloo Shrimp. We're going to see what happens. He should. He needs a lesson time. <laughs> well, him out. Nice, bro. I got everything done for you on the cover. I'll send something over in the next day or so. But I look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. And Pensacola Business Radio is now broadened a lot past Pensacola. They're getting about 2 million. Yeah, over download- 2 million downloads a month. Over 2 million downloads a month. And I want to bring you by sometime when you're in town. We can, we can do it up with Keith. See how this works? Okay, <laughs> did, you, did you see the uh, posting I, I made uh, from uh, the Hip Hop Museum? In D- I did, but just share a little bit with the Shab because so, the viewers don't or the viewers don't know. Well, you know, I got inducted into the Hip Hop Hall of yes, right. Hip Hop Congratulations. This past weekend, and um, so it was what you and Sugar Hill Gang? Well, Sugar Hill, uh, Sugar Hill was inducted. Um, Melly Mel and some other ones. Uh, there was a bunch. I did. A, I did a kind of live feed on uh, Facebook. If I sound a, a bit nasally, it's because I still have my cold. Believe it or not. All right. In any case, it was a great outing, and uh, tons of love was shed, and um, they treated me like royalty, and it was great. Nice, you are royalty. Yeah. Yeah. She has a book out called Contact High. I think it's a um, it's a photographic hip hop journey of sorts. And uh, we kind of, and then I, you know, I told her about our book is coming out. So nice. The King excited. of Crenshaw. That's it coming out. Awesome. That's a book, man. Dude, this legend <laughs> right there. <laughs> Keep. <laughs> Keith was telling me. Publishing, <laughs> my shameless plug, Indigo River Publishing, and uh, Vicky Tabak's book came out uh, with Random House. So. Yeah, well, let's not. We'll, yeah. we'll edit that. But. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say that Keith, the host here of the show, he said he had a poster in his room. Yeah, man, I had the I had the uh, the cassette tape in the full on uh, five by four foot poster that had all the moves from from uh, breaking and breaking two. Taught you how to do it step by step, man. <laughs> That's how I got, learned how to do my windmill, dude. He said he got like three <laughs> out of the five steps and he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> well, I started breaking stuff in mom's house and she she just told me to give up. But yeah, it's where I got my, I got my windmill. I got my worm from there. I, I, I'm a rush guy. All right, All right, man. Hey, good talking to you. We'll we'll see you 
on Business Radio or when you come in town. Awesome. Why don't, why don't I text you later, all right? Sounds good, bro. All right. See you. Okay. Bye. 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 Dude, so so there's a prime example of how fun it can be to interview people, right? I know. Like, I never would you have talked to this guy ever, right? You know? Well, who would have even put that? I wasn't even going to mention I forgot about it, but it's like, hey, yeah, Ozone, you know Ozone? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. We're, we're a dying <laughs> breed. We're a dying we breed, dying though. Breed, <laughs> that's for sure. So, um, all right, man, we're getting to the end of time here. So, uh, I want to thank you guys for coming by. And yeah, hanging out. And, our uh, pleasure, man. Awesome. Yeah. We've got a lot going on. So, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get our fingers Blue wet. television is something. Um, we need to get into it. So I'm going to put all the links too so that yep. people right can follow along because it's more than just four. It's Absolutely. more than four lanes. Right, dude. right, right. So. <laughs> it's well, it's four lane. lanes and a couple of off ramps. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of interstates, maybe a train or two. So, <laughs> right. yeah. But thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thank I you really so for The us. new studio is killer. Yep. Awesome. And um, please let me know how I can add value to anything you're yep. doing. You're crazy. Ozone coming in is going to be good. You know, okay, that, well, that's good. Take party here. We're going to have to make a whole. Big ass event out of it. So okay, that'd be cool. got it, man. So, all right, you guys, you can find us at Picola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at businessradiox.com or on our live feed at businessradiox.live. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.